This podcast is to minister to students at South Floyd Elementary and beyond. My name is Walter Ord, and I am the FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, sponsor at South Floyd Elementary. Please pray for this endeavor and submit any prayer requests that you may have as well. Guests on this podcast will provide music, devotionals, testimonies, and prayer for you. Let us know if you have any suggestions or questions. Thank you, and God bless you. Glad that you were able to get connected. Uh, okay, I, okay. It's the first time I've done this, so I guess it worked. Yeah, yeah, it's working uh, pretty good. Um, sometimes, uh, if the connection's not real strong, it'll be a little bit uh, noisy. But uh, uh-huh. we'll, we'll uh, forge right on, and I, I appreciate you. And, and uh, I'm so sorry that I forgot about uh, scheduling this with you because I had put it on uh, uh, one of my to-do lists, but I didn't put it on my calendar, and so I completely forgot about it. No, that's fine. That's no problem. But uh, before we start, would uh, would you mind if I uh, prayed prayed for you before we started? Oh, you go right ahead. Okay, wonderful. Uh, dear Lord, I thank you for this time and um, that you've given to us. And Lord, I just thank you so much for um, being willing to save people and loving us so much that... Uh, You've drawn us to you and, and uh, saved us. Lord, I ask that you would bless this podcast and uh, bless Janice and her family and her church, Lord, and um, just uh, let your name be lifted up and glorified in this in this episode and send it out to somebody, Lord, that, that needs to hear it and use it for your glory. And again, Lord, I thank you for this time and I, I thank you for Janice and her witness, Lord, and I just ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, um, since this is your first time on the uh, the podcast, would you mind introducing yourself uh, for our listeners? Okay. My name is Janice Hall, and I'm a retired teacher. I taught for 25 years. I love being a teacher, and I certainly miss the classroom. Um, I'm a member of a Little Rock or Regular Baptist Church. I've been in the church almost 32 years now, and I'm a three-time cancer survivor, which is such a blessing from, from the Lord, and I give God all the glory for healing me and every day he gives me life, and my relationship with God means everything to me, and uh, today I'd like to talk about the power of prayer, and um, one definition of the word prayer from the Webster's Dictionary is a supplication or expression addressed to God. So that's what I'd like to talk about today, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, that sounds wonderful. Okay. All right. In the book of James, uh, chapter 5, verse 16, it says that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So, you know, the Bible is full of prayers and how it changes things. And, you know, the Bible instructs us, you know, uh, to how to even how to pray. And um, so um, there are many different stories in the Bible about how God answered prayers and how powerful they are. And I'm going to give a few examples of how prayer, prayers were answered in the Bible. Uh, in the book of 1 Samuel, a woman named Hannah, she was unable to bear children. So she prayed to God uh, to give her a son. And God heard her prayer 
and uh, he gave her a son, and she named him Samuel. So 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 27 reads, For this child I prayed, and the Lord hath given me my petition, which I ask of him. So even though she was unable to have children, God heard her prayer, and God gave her a son. Um, another story in the Bible that shows how powerful prayer is comes from the book of 2 Kings chapter 20. Um, a man named Hezekiah, he was very sick, and he was going to die. But he prayed unto God, and God heard his prayer, and he was given 15 more years of life. So, you know, the Bible is just full of, of um, prayers and how they were uh, answered and how it changed. Um, another example of uh, the power of prayer, read in the book of Daniel, the king had put out a decree that no one could ask a petition of any god or man for 30 days. But that didn't stop Daniel from praying to his god. And he prayed three times a day. And for this cause, Daniel was put in a den of lions. And all my life I've heard preachers preach that Daniel was put in a lion's den, but actually it was a den of lions. So there were lions in there. It wasn't just the den, but it, was, it had lions in there. Um, but God sent his angel to close the mouths of those lions, and, and Daniel wasn't harmed. So Daniel's life was spared because of prayer. Now those are just some, a few examples from the Bible uh, stories. Uh, about prayer, but I have um, a personal experience with prayer I'd like to share. And um, I've always seen prayer change many things in my life. But like I said, I want to I want to share my first witness of the effects of how powerful prayers are. And it happened when I was about eight years old. Um, my mom was raising four children alone. My parents were divorced when I was six, so she was raising four kids alone, and we were very poor barely getting by financially and I remember this one day my mom and I were alone in the house my sisters had gone next door to play with the, the neighbor's kids and I didn't have any shoes to wear my shoes were all torn up and there was no way that I could wear those shoes not one more day to school and I loved school and I didn't want to miss school for any reason but I knew I couldn't go barefooted so I knew I had to have a pair of shoes before before the next day and I remember going and sitting in my mom's lap, and I asked her if she, if she would talk to my aunt and see if my cousin had a pair of shoes that she didn't wear anymore. And um, my mom didn't speak, and I saw the hurt in her eyes. But as a child, I was only thinking about getting a pair of shoes for the next day because I didn't want to miss school. I loved school, always did. But I didn't realize how hurtful that it would have been for her to ask my aunt for a used pair of shoes for me. And I pleaded to her. And I said, Mommy, please, 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 Mommy, will you ask her? Will you ask her? And she didn't answer me. She just looked at me and kind of shook her head. And, and that kind of disappointed me. I thought, you know, if she don't ask for those shoes, I know I won't get them, you know. But um, she got up and she went in the other room and she prayed. And I had heard my mom pray many times. Uh, but she had asked God to help her to raise her children and to help her make a way for us. And that didn't mean a lot to me because I didn't understand, you know, how much help she needed to raise four children alone. So that really didn't touch me. But this day, it, it really came home. And um, it was late in the evening, and we lived up in a holler. And we had no car and no phone. Uh, and my aunt lived about 20 
minute walk from us. So I saw little hope of getting a pair of shoes for school the next day. But little did I know at the age of eight that God does answer prayers. And and um, at that time, I didn't even realize how powerful prayers were. But a little while later, and um, little strings, I'll never forget shoes. And, and if she'd been carrying the greatest toy that was ever invented, I don't think that I would have been any happier when I saw those shoes in her hand. And um, this was, um, the neighbors didn't know, the neighbors didn't know that I needed shoes. The neighbor didn't, she had no idea. And no one had told her. And this was out of the ordinary for my neighbor to send clothes or shoes or anything like that. She may send a mess of green beans or corn from the garden, but she'd never sent shoes or clothes or anything like that. But she told my sisters that she'd found the shoes in her closet and that her girls had outgrown them and she thought that maybe one of us might be able to wear the shoes just on that particular day, you know. And um, so I got those shoes and I ran out, I tried them on and they fit me just perfectly. And um, you talk about a happy little girl I was. And I had just, I yeah. had just witnessed how powerful that prayer was for my mom. And for the first time, even though I had heard my mom pray many times over the years asking, you know, for God to help her to raise her children. And I didn't even know what that meant, you know, help me raise my children. I didn't know if that meant shoes, you know. I didn't, I didn't, I did as a young child, I just didn't realize that. But that day, prayer became personal for me because I have never forgotten those shoes. And today, I see this, my, my neighbor's girls, you know, my neighbor's been gone for many years. She passed away a long time ago. And I see her, her daughter sometimes. She works at the store in uh, McDowell. And I, I saw her one day and I was telling her about those shoes. I told her, I, said, I have a story I want to share with you about your mom. And I told her about that and she, it really touched her. And I told her, I said, you know, I, I've, I've always wanted to write a book about those little brown suede shoes. I said, but I haven't done that yet. And she said, I wish you would. But I mean, that lady, I'll never forget that lady and I'll never forget that prayer that God answered. But, uh, and I think of those little brown shoes from time to time and my heart is just overjoyed with how God loves us and how he takes care of us and how that he had all the things he's done for me over the years. And uh, we're told in Philippians chapter four, verse six, and I'll quote that, let your request be known, be made known unto God. And my mom did that that day. And, and he, he delivered, you know, he, he changed the outcome because I didn't have shoes and I could not have gone to school the next day. And I try to do that today. And I, as an eight year old, I know that I didn't go back and say, thank you Lord for these shoes. I know I didn't at eight years old. But I'm sure that my mom did. I'm sure that my mom, because she prayed so often, I'm sure she went back and thanked God, you know, for giving me those shoes because he certainly answered her prayer. But uh, I, like I said, I try to do that today. I pray so often. And um, when he gives me a safe trip of where I'm going or if he helps me through a situation or heals me from cancer or whatever it may be, I try to go back and thank him for that. So I'm, I'm constantly asking of him, but I'm also constantly thanking him too and I think that's important that we also tell him you know let him know that we know it was him you know it was his great blessings and um the brother Richie Johnson he's a new member of our church and um he's a he's, he's a young man and he had had a Facebook post probably last week sometime and, and his post was about prayer and I thought man that's just exactly what I'm 
you know, I was needing to see that. And so I, I asked him if it was okay if I quoted this. And he said, you know, he didn't care at all. So I'm going to quote this. And his words were, as adults, we need to let people know they can pray without anyone even knowing they've done it. Prayer can be done anytime, anywhere, without even speaking a word. It is a conversation between a person and God. End of his quote. And I thought, you know, he summed it up so good, you know. And, um, you know, prayer is just, it's a conversation between, you know, you and God. So I hope if there's anyone out there that needs to talk to God, and if they feel like that they don't know how to pray, just have a conversation with the Lord and let your heart's desires be known. Yeah, we really do serve an awesome God that, that loves us very, very much. And uh, the Bible says that the gospel is foolish to uh, of the world, but uh, it's not to somebody who knows Jesus because uh, prayer really is, like you said, it, it really is powerful. Because yes, uh, uh, a few things that I think of is there's uh, stories of this uh, um, guy that lived in England uh, a long time ago, George Mueller. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. But he ran a really large orphanage in uh, the England um, area, and he was a, a strong man of faith. And there was a story one time when he sat down to uh, um, have dinner with his the kids in his orphanage. He had all the kids sit down. He sat down at the table, and he said grace for uh, you know for their dinner. There was nothing to eat in the house. They didn't have anything. We thank God for what they were about to eat, and it just so happened. Of course, there's nothing that just happens, but at just uh, right about that moment, whenever he was saying grace, there was, uh, I think it was a milk truck and a bread truck had broken down in front of the orphanage, and at that time, they didn't have trucks and, you know, uh, a lot of refrigeration like we do now, and they had to give that food away it would go bad and they gave it to the, the orphanage and they had food that wow. night but it wasn't until after he had sat down and had all the kids sit down and he prayed thanking god for what they had and they didn't have anything wow. there. what a witness that was yeah and, uh, yeah and the stories of george Mueller is just just oh, wonderful yeah. um and i also think about uh, my daughter whenever she uh, had back surgery Oh, that had me all torn pieces. And uh, I found a verse in the Old Testament where it compares children to an archer's arrows. And the more that you have, the more blessed you are. And I grabbed onto that verse. And I would cry and pray and ask God. I said, well, God, I'm going to have one arrow. And if it's okay, I'd like to be able to keep her. And uh, he saw her through that. Uh, well, she had two back surgeries um, at that time. And I was really, really thankful at that time. And he's answered a multitude of prayers that uh, me and my family have prayed for. And, um, you know, he, he really is uh, a caring God. And it is a really good life to be a Christian. And anybody that doesn't uh, know Jesus as their Savior, they really need to, to do that. Um, it's like I've heard many people um, quote a scripture, taste and see, come and taste and see. Um, and Jesus really is uh, um, the real deal. Are you there, Mr. Ward? Yeah. Okay, okay, I got you. I had oh, to. Great. 
so glad that uh, you got back with me. Um, sometimes if the uh, Wi-Fi is not strong or I don't know what else might be, uh, what might happen, but it drops once in a while. Well, my iPad is old. It's a really old one, and uh, I can't hardly even get on my email from that one. So we finally back connected. So I hope you can like delete some of this stuff. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll, I'll look at it and see if I can, if I need to trim some of it, I'll, I'll make it uh, make it sound as good as I can. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm just so glad that you shared uh, what you did from God's Word about prayer and your personal experience. Uh, from prayer, because prayer really is very powerful. Because I always uh, try to tell uh, um, kids and other people that I talk to is that if you think about it, when you're praying, think about who you're talking to. Um, a lot of times, whenever I had FCA at Stumbo, um, you know, the kids would be kind of afraid to pray out loud. And I told them, I said, all you're doing is just talking to someone. Now, you do have to be respectful and think about who you're talking to. But uh, the Bible says we don't even know what to pray about. So God even helps us with that, and, and that's that's amazing to me also. He sure is. He even gives us a prayer, you know, tells us how to pray, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah well. This is just, like I said, one of the experiences that I had. That was my first one that I could ever remember, you know. And, uh, I mean, recently, you know, we had a miracle with my sister, I had it posted on Facebook and I had a lot of people, you know, respond to that. And we certainly, you know, got a miracle, you know, for her and she's doing really good. And, um, I mean, he, he answered our prayer. We asked for a miracle and he gave us one. So I truly believe in prayer with all my heart. I think prayer changes things. It does. And sometimes when we pray for things, it may not uh, come about where we get what we ask for, because sometimes we don't know what to ask for. Uh, but sometimes God changes us. And that's a miracle, too. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, and sometimes, you know, we may ask for something. He may have a different plan for us, you know, when we may not understand, well, why didn't I get the exact answer that I wanted? So sometimes the answer comes in a different way than what we we thought that it would be. But God knows he's in control, and he knows past, present, and future. So that's the good thing about it. And he knows everything. And he has the answer yeah. to every, every problem we have. He has the answer. Yes, he sure he sure does. Well, uh, before we wrap up, uh, did you have anything else that you would want to uh, um, talk to us about? Well, that's more or less. I just wanted to, you know, give God the glory for... Uh, all things, both great and small, because he certainly is worthy to be given the glory for it. And um, I could say a little prayer if that would be okay. Oh, yes. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, um, just pray for the, the kids at South Floyd and the staff and all the families and that whole community around our, our school. Yes. Lord, I come to you today through faith believing that you can do anything. Lord, I know that prayer can change things. I've seen it so many times. I ask that you touch each person today that is sick with this COVID-19. I pray that you heal this, them completely. I pray, Lord, that you would protect our students and all the school staff and all the parents and the community. Lord, not only in, at South Floyd, but all around the world, Lord. We need you, Lord. I pray if you would work around the hearts of sinners 
that they would see that they need you more than they need their next breath. Lord, I pray that you would guide their footsteps and direct their path, that they would want to be in your will, Lord. Lord, I want to give you the thanks for the many prayers that you've answered for me. Lord, for those that don't know the power of prayer, please, Lord, let them see your great works. Lord, I give you the glory today and always. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And I thank you so much for your time and uh, your testimony. And um, you know, it, it really was a blessing. Well, it's been a blessing talking to you, Mr. Ord. And uh, it always has been. I've always enjoyed you know, seeing you at school and, and the light you've been to our students and our staff. You certainly have been a light to others. And thank you for what you do for our students. Well, I'm still still in there trying. <clears throat> but uh, I look forward to talking to you again. Um, and these episodes that come out on Fridays, and I think uh, I'm up to the, the 20th of November. So I think that's whenever yours will come out. But as soon as I get it all mixed up, I will um, send you a copy of it. You can listen to what, uh, what we say. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, and I'll talk with you okay, later. Thank you, Mr. Ord. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.